This message was shared from the pulpit at Good News Baptist Church in Chesapeake, Virginia. For more information, visit us online at goodnewsbaptist.org. I want you to take your Bibles and turn to Joshua chapter 1. In Joshua chapter 1, we have a change that is occurring in the life of Israel. You have the changing of leadership, and that has occurred here. You have called a new leader to be representing Armed Forces Baptist Mission. So that has application today. You also, as a church, have gone into a continuing role in seeing a victory and seeing things happen with Armed Forces Baptist Mission. It's been based here for many years. But I think there are some things in this passage that can certainly speak to Kevin and Michelle, encourage them, but also encourage you. Change many times is hard. When you change gears for your life from being what you have been doing to what you're going to do, it's difficult. Sometimes we approach change with fear and trembling. But God hasn't given us the spirit of fear. We know that. He wants to give us sound mind to work through those things. But in looking at this passage, I see four things here that you will need and this church will need to be sure that we go forward properly, victoriously for God. Joshua was one of two leaders who thought they could take the land, they could conquer the giants. They were able to exist through the 40 years of wandering that had the first generation die off and now a new generation is coming forward to go into the land. And all of this going on, God challenges Joshua with some things that I want to challenge you with now this morning or this afternoon. First of all, I want you to see that there was a change of position. In verse 1, you find, Now after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spake unto Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' minister, saying, Moses, my servant, is dead. There's been a change. We know that's not happened necessarily here, but a change. Now, therefore, notice, arise, go over this Jordan, thou and all this people, unto the land which I do give to them, even to the children of Israel. See, God implores them to move forward. You, please understand in my advice that I'm giving you, in my own life, two times I experienced coming to a great change. And you can get bogged down in trying to figure out the whys of the change. Understand to discuss, to understand the change. Or you can decide to move forward. Arise. Go over what God has called you to do. Do the job. And coming to Tabernacle years ago, I felt lobbied by everyone who had a little cut of the story. And I felt like, well, that person's wanting me to do this and that person's wanting me to do that. And by way of personal advice, I decided to not try to explain the why of a change. But I determined to do God's will. I'm not here to declare this or that about a situation. I am here to do God's will. I want to move forward and progressively, not in a liberal sense of the term, but to go forward. 
Kevin and Michelle, God's given you a wonderful opportunity to be a mentor and be an encourager and be family, if you will, to these missionaries under this board. Empowered and encouraged by a church like this, your ability to be, in your opportunity to be a blessing does not need to be in arguing over the what ifs and what fors, but to say we're going to go forward in getting this job done to encourage people to win men in service, men and women to the Lord. Move progressively, move forward. The Lord said to Joshua, arise, go over with this people, cross the Jordan. We know there were obstacles from our study in the book of Joshua. We know that there was a flood stage of Jordan in the spring months. We know that God had to open it. God let them pass. There was the problem at Jericho with disobedience. There was the problem of all of these things. But then Joshua, years later, after campaigns in the north, campaigns in the central, campaigns in the south, confederations defeated, disperses the people out by saying, choose you this day whom you will serve. All those years, he kept moving forward. Don't look back, move forward for what God is going to do in the will of God for you. Don't get in the quagmire of determining all of those things go forward. And when you do that, you're going to find something when you have that attitude and a church is behind you that has that attitude, you're going to find out we forget those things that are in the past and we press toward those things are, that are before. Why? Because we've determined to move progressively forward and do the will of God. I can't tell you how many times if you only understood, Pastor, what really happened, I said, I don't need to know. I need to go forward in the will of God for God's will for my life. And I don't, I'm not the center of attention today. You and this church it are today. But I want you to know you must move forward. Good news, move forward. Do the will of God. Be excited about a new man God has brought to, to gather those missionaries under his tutelage and under his watch care to encourage them. And, and you will feel like a lot of people do. How do I get my arms around it? How do I get it under my control and understanding? By humbly doing the will of God every day. That's how you will do it. Tomorrow's task will be no greater than today's task that you attempt to do in the will of God. First of all, change the position, move progressively forward. Number two, there is a charge of preeminence. Look with me, please, it says, God says to Joshua and to convey to the people, every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon, that I have given unto you as I said unto Moses from the wilderness, and this Lebanon, not, uh, uh, even under the great river, the river of Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites, and under the great sea, toward the going down of the sun, shall be your coast. Though should not be any man be able to stand before thee all thy days of thy life, as I was with Moses, so I will be with thee. I will not fail thee, nor forsake thee. And he goes on to tell him to be strong and of a good courage. Now, I know this was speaking particularly of the conquest of the land, and what marvelous victories God gave the children of Israel. 
But I want you to know something. You may have some battles. You may lose a missionary. God forbid if it happened. You may gain some more. There may be battles that you lose. But I'm glad to tell you that as you change, as you're charged in the preeminence, God has ultimately won the victory for you. He has called you out from among this people to give you an opportunity to serve him with all your heart. Little needs to be known of Kevin and Michelle Brown, but much of God whom you are representing to these people that you're going to serve. And I know one thing, when you make God the big deal and not yourself, good things happen. They always have. John put it, I must decrease, he must increase. And as you, as a church, stand behind them to make them able, encouraged, the financial backing, the fuel that good news puts into this ministry, reaching out to military people, there will be a preeminence that will see God building their lives, growing their lives, and as they grow this missionary's life, church, they will grow your lives too. Because we say God is greater, greater is he than it, that is in us than he that is in the world. This is the victory, even our faith that overcometh the world. That we would have a victorious mindset. Every step back, every, every defeat, everything that happens to us is but a stepping stone to go victoriously onward for the Lord. You know, there are lots of times that we get discouraged and we say this didn't work, that didn't work. And those are just our plans that did not materialize perhaps in the will of God. But as we move forward with a victorious attitude that God is able, he will not desert me, he will not forsake me, he will always be with me. I will do and you should do the job of Armed Forces Baptist Mission General Director victoriously. So you want to move progressively forward. You want to move victoriously. Thirdly, you find there is a channel of power. We know where it comes from. It comes from the word of God. You want to move scripturally by God's truth. It says to us in verse 6, Be strong and of good courage, for unto this people shalt thou divide for an inheritance the land which thou swear unto thy fathers to give them. Only be thou strong and very courageous that thou mayest observe to do all according to all the law which Moses my servant commanded thee. Turn not from, the, from, this, uh, from it to the right hand or to the left that thou mayest prosper whithersoever thou goest. This book of the law should not depart out of thy mouth but thou shalt meditate therein day and night that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein for then thou shalt make thy way prosperous. Then thou shalt have good success. Very famous verses. Have not I commanded thee? Be strong and of a good courage. Be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed. For the Lord thy God is with thee, whithersoever thou goest. Listen, this channel of power is the word of God. Obedience to the truth, meditation to the truth, companionship with the truth. Everywhere we go, how we think, do it according to the truth. Now you've got a wonderful pastor and a church that's going to help you with that. But you need to examine the goals of Armed Forces Baptist Mission under the tutelage and direction of this local church to be scripturally and scripturally only oriented. Many times we can become personality oriented and we begin to worship and have encouragement and a personality and when the personality passes off the scene, if we do not have scripture, what is left? But sometimes wood, hay, and stubble. 
but with the Word of God forever settled in heaven, you need to move scripturally in this channel of power that we have. And then believe it or not, finally, and I'm almost done. You said, I hate when preachers say that. But I've got to go preach in a little while myself. I know the sermon. The final thing I want you to see is verses 10 and 11. Then Joshua commanded the officers of the people, saying, Pass through the host, and command the people, saying, Prepare ye victuals, for within three days ye shall pass over this Jordan to go and to possess the land which the Lord your God giveth you to possess it. See, there is a commandment for performance. He says, get the people ready, let's go. There's not only the change of position to move forward, the charge of preeminence to move victoriously, there is the channel of power to move scripturally, and now there is the commandment for performance, and that is to move corporately. Good news, this is where you get to help. This man who's becoming a leader for a, for a ministry within this church, his prayer, his desire, your desire to want to love these missionaries begins to move corporately in this church. I believe that he's, his abilities are human. They are fine. They are good. He is determined. But he needs your corporate help to follow and bless and encourage him so that he doesn't trust the arm of the flesh alone. But you are behind him. I am thrilled that the family camp's coming back here. There's nothing better than for a church to become the family behind a mission agency so that they love these missionaries, not as a picture only on the wall, but people who are in your heart. And there is a difference. A picture is not the same as someone who's in your heart. So as they come here, don't sit on the sidelines. Get involved. Feed them. House them. Spoil them. Be a blessing to them. You say, well, they're just humans. Yes, that God has called to, to represent their Lord and you to the servicemen of this world. And you get to be part of that. Joshua said to all the leaders, all the elders, get the people ready. We're going over this Jordan. And we want you to be involved. And they got the vittles ready. They got preparations ready. And they passed over this area. It's unique in chapter 3. We know the story. They left from Shittim and came down to Jordan. And it was in flood stage. God asked them to change their position to go from a high plateau on the east side of that Jordan River Valley and go down to where Jordan is. And we know that many battles are fought in the valley. And there was an obstacle there. There was, a, there was something they couldn't get across. But then they, when they watched the Ark of the Covenant go into that, to that water, and all the eyes were looking down to see the Ark of the Covenant representing the presence of God, and the waters parted, and when they kept their eyes fixed on the ark, don't go before it, stay certain length behind it and follow the leadership of God. They passed over and were in Canaan's land to go about the, the possessing of the land. Why did that happen? Because a leader had been encouraged, a leader had been commissioned, a change had happened. Who would ever be able to take Moses' place? 
but God-chosen Joshua. And now God has chosen your new leader for this mission. Let's move corporately as well. Don't let him ever wonder if his church and his people are behind him. I would be reticent to not say this. Be sure you have an avenue, all of you here today, have an avenue to contact this man and his wife. Just if it's just, if it just is, if it's just to say, I'm praying for you. In my office, I have, selfishly have, a file of encouraging notes. Every little thing some little kid writes to me or some parent writes to me about dealing or some couple or whatever, and they've sent them to me. And I can tell you right there, they're about four folders back on the right-hand side of my credenza. And when I'm feeling really lousy, Brother Kevin, and it's time to get the suitcase blues and pack up and hit the road because I'm totally discouraged, I get out my encouraging notes. And I start to leaf through them. And my eyes swell with tears and I say, I can't leave. They're here. I can't go. They're praying for me. I can't give up. They are behind what I'm doing. How can I even entertain this? God, forgive me. They love me. They're praying. You folks corporately can make sure this guy and his wife stay by the stuff by being sure they have a resource like that from you. Don't ever forget it. And now, finally, three times in this passage. Be strong and of a good courage, he says to him in verse 6. He says to him again, in verse 9, have, have, I, have not I commanded thee, be strong and of a good courage. He says to him again, back in verse 7, only be thou strong and very courageous that thou may observe to do all according to the law which is written therein. Three times, God reminds Joshua to be strong and have a good courage. I'm reminded of the book of Judges. When the angel came to Gideon and he was threshing wheat in the wine press. Normally you thresh wheat up on the mountaintop, a place where the winds would blow. You throw the chaff up and let the wind blow the chaff away and have the grain. But he's in the wine press. He's in where they do the wine, where they crush the grapes in the cool part of the valley. He's there because he's hiding from the Midianites. God comes to him and says, Gideon, thou mighty man of valor. And I can see Gideon. Me? I'm chicken down here in the bottom trying to get a few some grain for my family and you say I'm the mighty man of valor and then I can imagine him about to bust his buttons when he has all these thousands come that are going to be with him and then God says get rid of them and get rid of those and get rid of them I'm not a mighty man of valor I can't do this on my own God you're going to have to do this and God gives him instructions and God gives him his will and he carries out the will and they have a great victory and Kevin you from every indication that we hear are like that mighty man of valor, not because of your ability, but because you understand 
your weaknesses. You understand that you really have got a lot to do. And you humbly have expressed to us that you'll never be able to get it done without our prayer and our support and our love for you. Good news, Tabernacle, all of our board members. Let's have this man understand. Be of a good courage. Don't be afraid. The Lord thy God is going to be with thee. And we're going to be behind you. May God bless you and all that you're attempting to do. If any of us at Tabernacle can be of help to you. I know you spent years over there, but <laughs> we loved having you when you were there and your sons studying with us, at least one son. And, and God, for any little part we have, be of good courage. Don't be afraid. You can do this. And good news, you're going to be behind him. Amen? Amen? Wholeheartedly. Start his encouraging note file, would you? And don't let him forget that you're behind him. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, a commissioning for a new missionary is a commissioning for a church. Yeah. Philippians 4 is very clear that the Philippian church communicated with the needs of Paul and because they communicated to his needs, they as a church would have all their needs met according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Would you bless the needs of this church as they bless and work with this dear man and his dear wife. Give her strength to uphold her husband and be right there with him in encouraging and blessing and recruiting missionaries to be able to win our precious servicemen and ladies to the Lord. We thank you for this time and for your word. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Toward the hope of our high calling, toward the promise we've received. Thank you for listening. If you have questions about your relationship with God or you would like to know more about the ministry of Good News Baptist Church, please visit us online at goodnewsbaptist.org or call us at 757-488-3241. We encourage you to share this message with others. We trust your heart was challenged as you listened and God's word has had an impact on your life as together we strive to show forth the path of life. Press on.